make use of this time, our precious existence that we have, because it is far too easy to slip into autopilot. This is the Begin Within podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Produced by BeginWithin.fit. If you are working on getting healthier, losing weight, improving your fitness, whatever it is, but you have this feeling that you should be getting better results. You're just not sure what you might be doing wrong. Well, I want to tell you, you are not alone. And that is the very reason why I wrote my latest book, Five Ways You're Wrecking Your Weight Loss, so that you could take a look at five of the most common reasons I see that people aren't getting the results that they deserve for all their hard work. Just five really quick fixes that can get you headed toward the results that you want. Check it out. You can download it by going to beginwithin.fit, clicking on the ebook button, or clicking on the link in the show notes. Check out my book. Let me know what you think. My guest today is Jody Wellman. She describes herself as a corporate executive who smartened up and became an executive coach and then really smartened up and became a stop squandering your life coach. We are going to talk about her model concept and business for thousand Mondays in order to help us to check in on how we are doing when we face the reality that, well, put simply, life is short. We're going to talk today about how that can be a very powerful motivator for us. And I think especially when it comes to really the theme of this podcast, which is improving ourselves through health and wellness. We are going to talk about, of course, why that's so important, not because it helps us to maybe extend the life that we have so much. It definitely can do that, but rather so that we can make sure that we are, we're living the best life that we can right now um ultimately that's why we're here right we we maybe got attracted to to fitness and exercise and whatever it may be by wanting to lose weight by wanting to look a certain way but ultimately it's because we want to be healthier right we want to be happier we want to be better versions of ourselves so that we can live the best possible life right now and we often need motivation 
in order to, to keep working at it, right? We need motivation to keep going. And we're going to talk about this concept today, and it's definitely going to motivate you. It's definitely going to help you to take a look from a little bit different perspective at some of the choices you're making, the way you're spending your time, and your focus, and your energy. So here are a few things that I invite you to listen closely for. Early in the, in the conversation, we're going to talk about control. I think that's super interesting. So listen closely as Jody uh, talks about how that concept applies to, to the overall discussion. We are also going to talk about the idea of a countdown timer. <laughs> and I'll come probably come back and revisit that after the, the end of the, the interview because I uh, really connected with that so much. And, and I hope that it does the same for you in terms of motivation um, and calculating how many Mondays you have left. So get your calculator out if you're not sure um, so that you can participate in the conversation as you listen. And then finally, the the idea of prioritizing and selecting things that really do make us feel energized. Jody's going to talk about some steps that she has her clients take, and it's going to really benefit you as well. I know because it benefited me to go through that conversation. And she's going to turn the tables a little bit on me. you got to love it when a guest does that, when they kind of just naturally... There a lot of we have a lot of coaches on the on the show, and when they naturally step into their coach position and they start coaching me right during the interview, right, totally unrehearsed. We're gonna do a little bit of that today, and uh, I don't know, you're gonna have fun listening. I hope because I had fun being coached by Jody for for a few moments. So enjoy this interview with Jody Wellman. I am hyper aware of our human condition, right? Of getting stuck in autopilot. And I like to think of it as we become these, you know, really impressively functioning zombies where we get kind of stuck in these routines, right? So I am also aware of where we can take things a little bit farther and really just kind of check out of life because it's easier to do it or because maybe we have just other issues going on. And so um, I'll, I'll highlight for you, just back to your question about the story, um, a couple of things. So I woke up to a lot of this topic when my mom passed away in her late fifties. And when I was cleaning up her stuff and I was just aware that she had all these ideas and dreams and hopes and plans that she never executed. And so that to me translated to what I knew were really regrets that she would have had on her deathbed. And that woke me up to, wait a minute, you know, if, if I was to go today, would I have regrets? And because we have the ability in our lives to shape them in so many ways, ways that we actually were in way more control than we think that it woke me up to, well, how do I want to be designing my life? And so kind of counterintuitively, you know, part two to the story is that as much as I just said, we're more in control of our lives than we think, I'm going to, I'm going to completely contradict myself and say that our, 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 our pursuit of control can sometimes lead us astray. And so if I go back now to, um, I would say my early thirties, I got myself into the land of eating disorders, like big time for a decade. And I recognize 
that it was my way. I was trying to gain control, but I was also fully disengaged, not fully, I shouldn't say that. I was disengaged from so much of life because of fear, because of wanting control, because of a whole lot of things. And so I realized that of course, life's short. We know this. But the more I tapped into this idea of our impermanence, the more it did help me see that I got to get on with this. Like, I can't be some middle-aged woman with some kind of eating disorder and like wasting my time, squandering my time. And so fortunately, you know, that, that's another whole story um, with the help of, you know, therapy and nutritionists and so on. I was able to sort of fix my issues with eating disorders, but quite frankly, come back to life. And start to really live and and experience all that life has to offer is the ups and the downs. Uh, and so, yeah, I think it's the combo of mom passing away with regrets with my own story of really saying, I, I think I'm, I, I want to live fully. Uh, and that's, that's kind of what woke me up. Yeah. I, as I was listening, I, my, my thought when you're talking about your mom was that it was, yeah. it was probably remarkable that you could see evidence of the dreams yes. and the, the evidence of regret, because I feel like that might not be there for a lot of people to even see that there was aspirations mm. for more, right? You're right. Well, and you're right. Because sometimes we hear we hear little murmurings from someone that, oh, I really want to write that book, but they don't get around to it. Or I'd love to go to Vienna, but they don't book the trip. But yeah, for my mom cleaning up her stuff, there were all these manuscripts that she never sent out. And she had these business ideas that she didn't unfortunately have the confidence to really execute. And that, that was an eye opener. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Thanks. Um, so 4,000 Mondays. Yeah. So I know this so, kind of led to, to where you're at now and, and your website and the work that you do. Could you tell, tell me a little bit about 4,000 Mondays? What's yeah. it all about? Where'd that sure, come happy to. Well, math tells us, but that on average is all we're going to get. <laughs> and uh, and so I kind of get obsessed with, I love the countdown timer. Like on my website, I actually have a countdown timer. It's very morbid. <laughs> um, but I'm very aware of, and this gets into the whole ethos really of what I do and how I hope to help people is that by reflecting on the end and getting very granular, like how many Mondays do you have left? That is the thing that for many of us that acts as the jumper cables, like, oh, like, so if I know I have 1,900 Mondays left, which really is kind of what the math looks like right now. And I might get more, but I also could get an aneurysm tonight and we could never speak again. You never know. Um, that does not. really, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I should knock on wood, knock on melamine. Um, it does make me think, well, how do I want to use these 1,900 weeks because I hope to be vibrant, even in my, you know, late 80s, whatever my 80s are. Like, I want to, I want to make use of this time, our precious existence that we have, because it is far too easy to slip into autopilot. And that yeah. is our human condition, because we do adapt quite quickly to things. And so right. 4,000 Mondays is about, let's wake up, let's do the math, let's be conscious of the end and not dwell on it in a morbid way, but use that to our advantage. And there's lots of research out there that does support that this is something that can be powerfully effective for us. Yeah, 100%. Well, I, I think what you said just, I mean, I had a light bulb when you're talking about countdown timers. Yeah. Market yeah. Marketers, we know they work because we see them. They do something for us to take, get us to take action. That's the idea. So why yes. not use it 
in a bigger way, right? Well, that's such a good point. You're right. When it's, you know, 14 days left to register or yeah. whatnot, oh, better do it. So yeah, so I I do encourage us. So do you know how many Mondays you have left? I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I No, you're putting me on the spot. No, I probably okay. should have calculated it. No, I'm okay. 40, we, so okay. the math may be easy well, on that. Do you use like a bit like, what's that? Well, for men, it would be 78 is okay. your average. Seven, right. 78 minus 40. So I have 38 52. years uh-huh. times 52 Mondays, right? Yeah. 1,976. Okay. So you you're, you got a couple more than me. And what do you want to do with them? <laughs> no pressure. Man, I'm you're putting the pressure on. What I was thinking was, it's not just about like the action I want to take now, but it's realizing that these things are going to take time. Like it's going to take Mondays for these ideas to develop. So yeah. like what Monday am I going to be on when this thing really flourishes this business yeah. the book the whatever right like yeah. and i need to do yeah. it now so i have some left to actually enjoy it oh so well put and and i want to say it's funny because as i am realizing as i'm you know interrogating you with these questions <laughs> i realize that there is this implication of pressure that i want to just like step back from for a sec because you know i joke about it and i say you know how do we want to use your 1,900 all of a sudden i feel like that now creates this undue pressure of i have to make it magnanimous and hey i'm not against magnanimous i do have this model about sort of this like how to live an astonishing life but i also think that there's already too much pressure out there mm-hmm. where um you know there's um, internal and external pressure and so I'd like to scale it a little bit and say, like, only you know the stuff that lights you up and makes you happy and makes you feel vibrantly alive. And I do think that it serves us to just stop for a sec and identify what that is. And I actually get clients to just sit and make a list of all the stuff that makes you feel most energized. What what makes you feel alive? It could be small stuff, right? Like there's one woman I work with who's like, I just love tending to my orchids. Or another gentleman is like, I just love it when I am playing hockey. Like that's the thing that makes me feel just in it. And other people, it's like, I'm an entrepreneur and give me a brainstorming session and I come alive or, you know, fill in the blanks, right? But it could be the minor things. It could be big things like travel, but I use those as examples. And I actually just think that's not realistic for most of us, you know, unless you are independently wealthy and you have a private jet, which you might, um, but you're living that big life. And I just say, let's take the pressure off to live you know, optically huge and just say, maybe it just means more time with your orchids, or maybe it means more time looking at the hummingbirds in the afternoon, like taking that break and realizing this, this feels like the good life, you know? So it doesn't have to be big. I think I just wanted to qualify that. Yeah, no, I, I, I can appreciate that. And I think the other feeling or the, where my mind goes with it is to it helps. It helps with prioritizing. I know you're, you're kind of, you're touching on that, right. But like, are these things that I am working on that I want to accomplish, are they going to matter in a thousand Mondays from now? Or am I going to have like, you know, what, what are the things that matter the most to me that I need to accomplish? Right. In order to feel that. Nate, you're hitting on something so fascinating to me. And it's this research around people who have had brushes with death. So there's tons of research that shows if somebody has had, let's just say a cancer diagnosis and 
let's say they uh, they beat it and they get to the point where they feel like I am now so appreciative of the life I'm living. They reflect and they say, when I was faced with a scarcity of life, when I was really feeling like this is really, this, this deal really is terminal, but more terminal faster than I thought, they report a refining of priorities, a clarifying of values, a way of distilling the things that really do matter into, you know what, all that extraneous stuff that I thought mattered, it kind of just, I'm going to slough it off to the side because it doesn't matter right now whether I responded to the email immediately or whether I said yes to attending the barbecue to the neighbor's three doors down. Like that stuff doesn't matter. Like all those things that we fill our heads with and you're right, that just won't matter in however many Mondays. But that's the, that's the experience of being alive, right? As we get consumed by things, but the reflection of death hopefully not because of a almost terminal diagnosis, but the reflection of death when we are healthy is the reset button, I think. And we have to do it regularly. Yeah. It's not just a once a lifetime retreat that we take, and but it's a regular exercise of, wait a minute, does this matter in the grand scheme of things? And like you said, what are my priorities? I want to start writing that book. That's mm-hmm. the thing that really at the end, when I'm on my death and I'm going to feel proud that I did. So the ability to see with more clarity through the reflection of, unfortunately, our impermanence. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th- I think also for myself, since this is obviously a coaching session for me, um, <laughs> <laughs> I have this, I have this sense and I like, I, I love ideas. Like I, I love creating things. And I talk with my wife about those ideas a lot. And she's just like, is this like it? I think having the the countdown timer, just checking it out once in a while, it does, it would help me to be like, you know what, that is kind of a cool idea, but it's not, it's <laughs> not one of those things that needs to be done. Like if you got to the end of the timer and it wasn't done, it's, I don't, it probably wouldn't matter that much. Right. <laughs> oh, well, that's, you're getting onto this, this cool thought experiment, I think, which is If you knew you were going to live forever, like into infinity, all the ideas that it sounds like you're wired to ideate and come up with cool stuff. And I'm sure they're all great. And it would be really appropriate in in a reality where you live forever. Like that is stuff where you can have a cool business idea or a component of your current business that you want to branch out on and do all that. You'd get to it if it meant that I'm going to think about it, but I I might execute it in 412 years. Great. Yeah. But you're right. When we stop and you go, I am on average over the halfway point of my life. And if I have a limited amount of time, how do I really want to make it count? So how do I take all these amazing ideas and just really stop and analyze? Like, which ones do I want to bubble up to the top? Mm Because we can get super busy with the average ideas just because it's fun in the moment and i don't know if you're like the new ideas are more fun than the one that's actually better but older (laughs) that's me yeah yeah Yeah. new is shiny Um, and that awareness that it's because we're not going to live for that long that does sharpen us up and go whoa that idea is good but maybe for another lifetime now these are the top seven things that i think i'm really going to focus on at least for the next two years yeah. Mm. Monday. Yeah. Is there something to to that in, in the model that you use? Um, why Monday? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the worst day of the week, isn't it? <laughs> um, 
Monday has tension to it, right? Because for most people, when you're still in your working career, there's that, uh, you know, it, so there you either feel like if you're loving your work, you are happy to have the Mondays happen. And if you're dreading your work, which unfortunately many people, well, people are in varying degrees of dread of work, Mondays can feel like a very different experience. And so yeah. I do intentionally talk about Mondays because it's that if you're not feeling energized by your work, more specifically, if you're feeling really de-energized by your work, that's one of the biggest opportunities in life, I think, to change. And I think we're so scared of it. Oh, I was so scared eight, nine years ago when I switched into, at the time I switched into leadership coaching and development. And I, I mean, I resisted change for years, even though I wanted it. And I don't know if you, I mean, you, you probably deal with a lot of people. I don't know if you've had career changes, but that feeling of yeah. there's gotta be more, you know, all right. Or like this chapter is done and I want to move into this new chapter. That's the experience of like, let's make your Mondays count. Cause if you're still in your working years, it's, it's a huge chunk of the hours of your day. So your career is an area where you, yeah, we really need to make sure you're not at least not in the dead zone there. Yeah. Have you, yeah. have you done career change? I'm curious about your, yeah, own. yeah, I absolutely have um, a couple, a couple big, big ones, but the major one for me was around that same. I was like, I don't, I, at the time, I mean, now in the context of this conversation, I was like, I don't want to do this for, 40 more years. I just, the 40, I have 40 more years to work. This is not where I want to be. Like, I just can't, I'm not going to yeah. end this. So why don't I end it now? Like, I'm not going to be, be doing this for 40 more years. So let's just do it. <laughs> what, see that, I like the way you put that. I actually haven't thought of it like that for work before, but that's, that is this sort of memento mori ethos, right? Mm -hmm. Is the, if you're going to fast forward and imagine, do I want this to be the thing I retire from or whatever right. retirement looks like? And if that answer is no, I love that question. That's great. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I love, so Monday I do, I think it has a lot of, it just has energy to it, either positive or negative. It's a day that we can't miss. Like it's never like, oh, it's Monday tomorrow already. You know, we know, we know when Monday is. So it's an, it's a great day to reflect. So do you encourage people to, to ch how often would you recommend they check in? Is it a, is it a oh. weekly thing? Oh, what a good question. I, the annoying answer is it depends on the person. And so I think yeah. that um, for many of us, I think it does need to be a combination of even just a daily little touch point. So I have, oh my goodness, like I have all these little mementos around me. Like I've got like little skulls hanging around. Um, oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, it's everywhere. And so I'm always, but then again, this is my business. So I'm always looking at death, sure. but for the average human I would say some kind of a daily touch point that can be visual as a reminder, I think is good because it does do that little bit of grounding, but yeah. for a more reflective experience, which research does show, by the way, that there is a difference between a conscious, deliberate stopping and reflecting. That's more powerful, of course, but it is um, more productive than a sort of abstract reminder of death. Like if we just watch a gory movie or if we watch a funeral procession drive by that, we won't get into this here. We can come back and talk about it, but that actually can sometimes make us um, unproductive. Okay. <laughs> but if we stop in a very deliberate way, I would say, I recommend weekly, two weeks. I actually think a lot of clients I work with, there's like a, like a, just a monthly little mini retreat exercise, which is about an hour 
and you get to kind of zone off and kind of go ahead and go through some questions and do the reprioritizing, do the reflection on, am I living the life right now that I would be proud to look back on? Yeah. Or am I, have I taken steps this month or what steps do I want to take this upcoming month? So right now, like for August, what do I want to do that would make me feel vibrantly alive and, or like my life has meaning because I have this framework about widening our life through vitality, like stuff that brings us pleasure and then deepening our life with meaning. So stuff that has more heft, like a little more on the, um, more on the purpose side of things. And so there's sort of a framework to stop and say, have I widened my life? Have I deepened my life? If I, you know, if I intended to, and what do I want to do next? Knowing that I have. And every time you do that, if it's monthly, there are four Mondays less than you had last time. And again, just helping to use that as that little, it's a little poke in the ribs in a good way. Yeah. So I'd say, I'd say monthly for sure. Cool. Yeah. What is the best way for someone to to connect with you and follow Mm. the work that you're doing? Mm, Thank you for asking. Everybody can find me at 4000mondays.com. That's where I live. Easy. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Jody Wellman, thank you so much. Thank you for this conversation. It's been great chatting with you. I'm so thankful that Jody came on the show today and shared that message with us. There is a link waiting for you in the show notes to her website, 4000mondays.com. I hope by now that you have calculated how many Mondays you have left and Yes, it is so important. I think it's such a wonderful exercise each and every week to check in on Monday and think about where we are headed off to, the things that we're headed off to do, the things that we're planning to do that week, and how meaningful, pleasurable, and and really important they are and how meaningful, pleasurable, and important they will prove to be down the line as the the countdown timer keeps on ticking for all of us. And even if that idea of the the end of the end of life feels a little bit morbid or hard for you to wrap your head around, um, let's face it, whatever season we're in, whatever things are going on in our life, they'll come to an end, right? The place where we live, someday we're going to move away. The job that we have, someday we are going to leave more than likely, right? So many things come to an end. And I think realizing that they are, they're all kind of on a countdown timer can help us to show up the way that we really want to, to be the best versions of ourselves. And of course, I know for you, that involves being the healthiest version of yourself so that um, you can do justice to all the things that matter most to you, things that are your top priorities um, in your life. They're best served when we are truly bringing our best selves to serve them. And we have to do that by um, constantly working on improving the way that we're showing up and and the, the level of health that we have. So obviously that's why we're here, but what a nice motivation to check in on all the other things that we might be pursuing, that we might be doing, and ask ourselves, how, how much is this really going to matter down the line? And I'll be honest with you, the, the, the top things that I hear as I talk to people and talk to them about their goals and where they want to be, and I talk to them about the things that I do that I know will help them, 
I still hear I don't have enough time from people. But I think if we all check in the way that that Jody was was recommending that we do today and we check in on a regular basis, it's going to help us to edit out the things that really aren't all that meaningful for us. And of course, our hope is then we have more time, attention, and focus to give to things that really do make a difference, that will really move the needle in our quality of life. So often in fitness, we use this, we use this concept of never miss a Monday. Never miss a Monday with your workouts, right? Like that's the day, that's always the busiest day in the gym. That's one of the busier days for us even in our virtual training and coaching a work that we do that people want to, they want to get in, they want to get their workouts done. And I find that to be so interesting, right? Monday, it's a day that we show up and never miss a Monday. Um, I want to invite you to check in, check in, just like we, we covered in the interview, check in on Monday. Uh, this this podcast is released on Thursday, so you got a couple of days, but check in as Monday approaches. Think about how you're feeling about Monday. Are you looking forward to it? Is it going to give you things that energize you or or something else? Are you feeling differently about it? And I want to challenge you to make a change if one is necessary. Do something different, make a change, take a step in a direction that you know is meaningful, that is going to make a shift in your life that's going to matter down the line. And if that is taking a step toward improving your health, like we talk about here so often, great. But if it's something else, that's okay too. Make a commitment to make a change. If when you check in on Monday, you are not feeling and seeing the things that you want to feel and see in order to live a life of meaning, make a change. I would love to know what thoughts come up for you with this conversation. I'd love, really, really love for you to share with me what it is that you want to change and especially if I can help to support you in doing that or to help to hold you accountable in following through on that, please let me know. Send me a message on Instagram. You are welcome to do that always. Anything I can do to help and support you. And before you go, if you haven't done so already, please rate and review the podcast. One of the things you could do in your review is just put the thing that you're going to change in your life as a result of listening to this particular episode. Share it with me there. I will check it out. I can't wait to read those. So please rate and review the podcast. That will help other people to follow or to find it in the future and hopefully follow it along with us. And if there's someone that you love, someone that you care about, maybe someone who you know is not enjoying their Mondays, maybe maybe this could be a kind little nudge to them. A nice loving nudge to them to start making some changes. You could share this episode with them. Thank you so much for your time and attention and spending some time with me here on the Begin Within podcast. I can't wait to talk with you again very soon. <laughs> <laughs>